Sound the alarms. Sound the alarms. The Yankees have signed DJ LeMahieu. Sound the alarms. Welcome, welcome to episode number 32 of Bleeding Blue. And yes, the Yankees have signed infielder, second baseman, DJ LeMahieu. Two years, $24 million. $24 million guaranteed. $12 million first year, $12 million second year, blah, 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 blah. We're going to talk about it. We're just going to talk. We're going to get into it. I feel like we've been duped. This isn't the offseason I signed up for, but my co-hosts, Renato and Brett, are hopefully going to calm me down. So, without further ado, let's talk DJ LeMahieu, and let's bleed blue. How are we doing today, fellas? I'm doing well. A lot better, a lot better just now. A lot better just now. Yes. Good. I Good. was scared. Yes. I don't know what. I didn't know what happened. Hey, you left. You left us. I was scared. I didn't do that on purpose. It, it just logged me off like that. Wow. Wow. Renato, how are you today? Honestly, I'm doing excellent. I, I, I'm doing 125 percent excellent. The week is finally over. Hallelujah! Thank the Lord. And I'm going to watch the New Jersey Devils tomorrow. Personal live. Who are they playing tomorrow? The Philadelphia Flyers. Ooh. The AHL team, otherwise known as. Yes. And so stay tuned for the New York Sports Star of the Day version of that game as well. So stay tuned for that. Yes. Uh, Bleeding Blue is a sponsor of a podcast called New York Sports Star of the Day, which basically talks all New York sports Hockey, basketball, football, everything. baseball, everything, even including soccer, but soccer, that's not in season. So um, New York Sports Thought of the Day, you can look up my name on iTunes. You can look up that on iTunes. We're also on SoundCloud. Same thing with Bleeding Blue. Fellas, the Yankees have signed DJ LeMahieu. It's a great signing. Be happy. Come on, man. Be happy. The Yankees are a better baseball team today than they were yesterday. Confirmed. No doubt. Yes. That's that's the starting, that's the base. And I think if you, if you don't agree with that, you're a bit silly. You're but talking about a former MVP candidate here. Two-time All-Star, three-time Gold Glove. 2016, he had one, he had probably one of his best years. He had, he had his best year in 2016. 348 batting average, 416 OPP, 911 OPS, which is 9-11. That's that's MVP. When you're when you're getting when you're above the 900s, you're getting MVP votes for OPS. 2017, and it's, you know same thing. You know we have over 600 plate appearances since 2015. No, I'm sorry, 2018. He had 581 yeah. OPS last year was 783 was 749 OPS in 2017 was 783. Contact guy. Not really going to hit for a lot of home runs. 
But again, the defense, and that's something that the Yankees has lacked. But here's my issues. So again, you know, we we obviously know DJ LeMahieu, good baseball player. If you don't know him, we just gave you his numbers. He's a contact guy. He's a defense. He's a defensive guy. He has experience at third base. He has experience at first base. We get it. But what this basically means, and what a lot of people are saying, it doesn't ultimately mean this. But we're basically practically out of the Machado sweepstakes. Agreed? I wouldn't be surprised if the Yankees were still on Machado, but it makes it less, 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 less likely. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Right now, I'm hearing that Machado is a two-team race between the White Sox and the Phillies. So, And something tells me that it was always that. Because mm-hmm. the Yankees never form. I believe the White Sox and the Phillies have actually offered Machado a contract, whereas the Yankees just never offered him a contract. Yeah, in fact, the Phillies are going to offer him a, a second contract. Uh-oh. Yeah. So. Yeah, so something tells me that they... Maybe you were just maybe we were just hoping that the Yankees were just gonna wait and they were just gonna wait and swoop in at the last minute and offer him a deal. What we heard is that Machado wanted to go to the Yankees. That was his destination of choice. Right. But right. unfortunately the Yankees didn't feel the same way, at least financially. And you know, they they've really bought into the statistics, you know, the uh you know, you don't want to pay that much money for any single player. You don't need to. Yeah. So this is so this is where I'm this. So this is where my Yankee fandom and right now, I, you know, this is a reaction podcast. So I'm going to be a little reactionary. And that's why Brett and Renato are going to try to bring me down a little bit. This is not the offseason I signed up for. It's obviously not over. We're obviously still in January. We're in early January. But I mean, pitchers and catchers report in like a month and a half, probably less than that. Uh, and, like a month. Yeah, like a month. Th- this is not the offseason that I signed up for. Evil Empire was supposed to be back. We were Death supposed Star. to go. We were supposedly supposed to go fully operational Death Star. Yeah. And you know, Steinbrenner and all of these guys have been saying we're the Yankees. We're not afraid to spend money. We're just rate. We're just waiting for the right time. 2019 has been the calendar year that has been circled for years. For years and years and years and years and years, the whole point of getting, you know, ex- ex- being so happy of getting that A-Rod contract off the books, Teixeira, getting CeCe's big contract off the books. We still love that he's on the team, but getting that big contract off the books, the whole point of being excited and getting over that era of Yankees baseball is so we can regroup and not do it all over again. Be smart about it. But instead of giving 30-year-olds 10-year contracts, Give a 26-year-old generational talents, whether it is Harper or Machado, give them big deals because they're 26 and it makes sense. So I feel like we're entering, and Brett, I'm so glad you mentioned the analytics. I feel like the Yankees right now, they're going out and they're trying to win the analytics championship and not going out and trying to win a World Series. That's definitely possible. That's that's definitely possible that they're playing the analytics game, but they're doing both. The Yankees, you know, don't get don't don't get it wrong. They're spending money. They're just right. they're, they're just divvying it up. They're not putting all their eggs in one basket. Exactly. 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 They're they're creating a deeper team and and really I think that's going to pay off for them. I really do. They were they were close last year. They needed more depth. They needed more pitching. 
they address both. I, I don't I don't think they need a Machado or Harper. They, it's just not one of their needs, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've now I'm not saying that they're being cheap. Like let's like I'm not going to say oh the Yankees are cheap and they're and they're pieces of shit because they're not willing to spend money. They've gone out and they've spent money, you know. And Jack Curry broke this down in his tweet today, where. In November, he asked Cashman if the Yankees would make quote-unquote splashy moves this offseason, and he said they would rather make smart and savvy moves. That answer and additional reporting is why he has always thought a marriage between Machado and the Yankees was unlikely. So the Yankees have made smart and savvy moves, but at the same time, that's not the offseason I signed up for, and that's not the offseason a lot of Yankee fans have signed up for. You know, you know what I think, Justin? If the Yankees did not sign, uh, trade it for Giancarlo Stan, I think they get either uh, Harper or Machado. Oh, yeah. That's that's a great. fair thought. That's a very fair thought. So I'm thinking Brian Cashman's like, okay, Stan wasn't his his best slash, but he still had very good numbers, and he's hoping for a bounce back year this year. So he's like, okay, let's work on the depth of this team. Let's work on getting some starting pitching, some leaders, and as well as some depth for, for the bench and, and for the lineup as well. Now, if you're thinking for a second that the Yankees wouldn't exchange Stanton for Harper, you're lying to yourself. They would. They, they, need, they need lefty power. They need lefty no. power. No, I don't think they would do that. I think Stanton. Do that. I think I think Stanton's here to stay. I mean. I'm just saying they're not going to do that. I'm just saying hypothetically. If you oh. just wave a magic wand and do that. Oh, okay. Got you. Roger that. Because Harper does fit a need. It's just not pressing enough that you'd go out and spend $350 million to bring that, you know, sort of, but not pressing need in. Right. right. Have we have we talked you down off the ledge yet? Are you, are you, are you not? No. No, I'm not. I'm not talked down off the ledge, especially since. Okay. Let's talk a little bit more about LeMahieu. Now, Renato, this is where you're kind of, you're going to kind of have to have your argument here. DJ LeMahieu, career home and road splits. Home, course field, 317 batting average, 360 OBP, 433 slugging, 793 OPS. That's pretty damn good, wouldn't we say? Yeah. Road, and just in case you don't know, road, not course field in Colorado. 229 batting average, 277 OBP, 422 slugging, 698 OPS. If you're under 700, 750 OPS, Ronald Torres. That's my. I have a question. Yes. It's an important one. How many games has he played at Yankee Stadium? Oh, geez. You want. I, I, am I really the stack guy? It, yeah. It's a rhetorical Especially question. If, I'm not asking you the question. Oh, oh geez. It it's a rhetorical question. I, I don't get sarcasm. Oh, I, you know, I, I, was, I was looking for you to uh, maybe get a little crazy there. But the, the I asked that. Because he hasn't played at Yankee Stadium. It's a hit it's a hitter friendly park. I mean, he is going to like hitting there because everyone does. And also, do you think he's signed to swing a bat or do you think he's signed to simply just like be a presence, but especially like a defensive presence? He signed to win championships. That's why you that's why you signed with the Yankees. Hey, do you know what his war was this this year? His war? Yeah. Yeah, what's his what's his war? A free. So he's yeah. a starter. He's a, like a starter. Which is what he was signed and which is what he's being paid to do. And and in 2016, which was his best year of his career, 
He had a he had a five point three. Yep. War War's kind of iffy. I'm kind of iffy on War as a stat. All right, I got another stat for you. He was in that year. Uh, he had the fifteenth most votes for the MVP of the league. Okay. Right. So, so what? But what are you? What are you gonna? So besides the whole, he hasn't hit at Yankee Stadium, and he has the small sample size. What I'm saying that this guy right now out of Coors Field is just Ronald Torres, except more expensive. He's not uh, Ronald Torres. I'm sorry, he's not. He's probably one of the most durable guys in the league, to be honest. Out out of Coors Field, I'm saying outside of Coors Field, he is a more expensive Ronald Torres. What What are you going to tell me right now that's going to talk me off that ledge? The guy, the guy, you want to hear how many games he's played in, in his career in Colorado in terms of like season? Let's let, yes, you know, let's hear it. He's played in, in the last five years, okay? 149 games, 150 games, 146, 155, and then this past year, 128. Yeah. This guy's a starter. He rarely strikes out. He's a contact hitter, something the Yankees desperately need in their lineup. Desperately need in their lineup. So, yes, he's not Manny Machado, but at least the guy can make some contact. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, we are big believers of grinding out at bats. Or, or no, not even because guys that usually strike out, you can argue that they grind out at bats because they at least force the pitcher to throw three three balls. Whereas I mean, contact contact hitters usually attack first pitch. So this is, again, this is kind of against the analytics in a way. Well, the thing is, the fascinating thing I'm seeing on the trends here from Lehu is he's become – a lesser, less and less of a a uh, walk and strikeout guy because he is walking much less, much uh, less often, and striking out yeah. at about the same amount, which is which is concerning for me. Because if you're because if you're going to be out of course field, if you're going to be a two sixty average guy, if you're not going to give me a three thirty on base percentage, three forty on base percentage, which is obviously pretty damn good. So let's put it down. Let's put it at 320. If you're going to give me a 320, 330 on base percentage, then I'm sorry. I don't want that's not really starting numbers. Again, you're getting down to that Ronald Torres territory again. Now, the fascinating thing is his, pro- his projections. I assume this is not, this is if, if he stayed in Colorado. Yeah. 11 home runs, 56 RBIs, 292 average, 353 on base. I think you guys would take that. Yeah. I'm taking that. I'm taking that running to the bank right now. Is expected that his walk. Hey, you know, you know what, bro? No, if he's implemented into daily into the Yankee lineup, I'm gonna see those numbers go to like maybe like 80 RBIs. 80? 80? 80. He's never no. had 80 RBIs. He's gonna be in the number two hole. He's gonna get a lot of opportunities. To get no, it, no, Judge is number two. I'm telling you, Judge is Judge. Analytics. No, here we go with the, with the, oh, God, with the no. analytics. No, I'm fight, telling you, fight, this is fight, this is fight. what they want. This is what they want. They want Judge. If I guarantee you, if they preferred, why do you think they like putting Hicks in the leadoff spot? Because they like a guy that can hit from power, who's also kind of like a speedster or whatever, but they like a guy that can hit for power, and they want those guys who hit for power to get more and more at-bats. So, so that's so why ju- Judge is a tool. So, Justin, here's my question to you. What what is your ideal lineup? Now that we have LeMayu on the team, all right. Well, I, I'm not. I I know you want to talk lineup, and you can do that. But what I'm gonna speculate here is Andujar third. At least this is at least for the first half of the year. Andujar third, 
Glaber short, LeMahieu second, and then Voigt at first, and then Tulo is the utility guy. And Glaber playing short, super, super important first half of the year. If Glaber plays well at short and he can hold his own, I'm scared for Didi Gregorius's future with the Yankees. <laughs> oh, you're funny. The Yankees don't like to extend anybody. You're funny. They even let Derek Jeter test the free agent market when he was a free agent. They didn't automatically extend him. I'm not saying anything about automatics, but there is there, there is no chance, Justin, that the Yankees will let Didi go. You don't think that there's a chance that on Brian Cashman's huge five-year, ten-year vision for the New York Yankees. I mean, obviously, ten years is stretching. But Brian Cashman's long-term vision for the Yankees, that he has Glaber Torres playing shortstop? No. Wow. You're, this, is, this is insane. It's, it's, well, it all depends. I, I'm looking at Didi's contract right now just to see like, how, much, how many years he has left in the contract. He has one. This is it. This this year is it. So, so you know, what, you know gonna happen? what's going to happen? I, I I believe that they're going to sign DD to a one to two year deal, short term deal. I I mean that's that's kind of the trend that's happening in baseball right now. So. Because teams because teams don't want to give out big contract, which which is insane. MLB made ten something billion dollars this year, and the fact that these good baseball players are struggling to get decent deals. I think the, the Yes Network showed some sort of number where as of last week, lack of long-term deals, nine of 217 free agents signed to three-plus three-year deals, which is 4.1% in Major League Baseball this offseason. You're yes. telling me that there are only nine, there are only nine guys at, with, again, a month, one month until pitchers and catchers report. Nine guys that were worthy of three-year deals. Come on. What are we doing? What is this sport doing? No, no not, one's investing in the players anymore. It's not just the Yankees. It's not just the Yankees. It's, it's baseball in general. You know why? Why? Explain. You know why? Because teams realize, every team realizes that Unless their young players, their young star players don't pan, unless they pan out and, and perform like they can, none of it matters anyway. You can't buy championships. You have to develop your young players and they need to become young stars. And, and obviously you're not paying them a whole lot while they're young stars relative to what they could be in, in free agency. And it's sort of a vicious cycle for these players because, you know, by the time they hit free agency, the next young people are coming up for all these other franchises, so they're not going to get as much money as they once could have. You know, in terms of you know, even just a few years ago, the kind of contracts that were being handed out. So I, I really, it's it'll be interesting to see if this sort of uh, sort of process kind of changes. All right, so Renato, tell us your even even if it's not like a lineup that's one through nine, um, tell us. Tell us your overall vision, and then, Brett, if you kind of have an idea of what you want the Yankees infield to look like or whatever kind of situation, tell us your what you see the Yankees doing 
right now because Bleeding Blue made the presumption in our last Yankees episode that Machado was already a Yankee. I was like, giddy, Machado's already a Yankee. Thanks, Dan Clark. Thanks, Dan Clark. Well, fuck you, Dan Clark. Um, (laughs) Who told you to believe Dan Clark? Who told you to believe him? My heart. My heart told me to believe Dan Clark. Don't believe your heart. Don't don't believe the check marks. So, Renato, tell us your right now. Just the guys that are on this baseball team right now. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you think, where they're going to be lining up, where they're going to be playing, etc. So uh, we're going to go defensively just to make our lives easier here. Um, in left field, we got Brett the Jet, Brett Gardner, but, but keep in mind, Clint Frazier. Yes, the Clint Frazier. The guy's been hurt for the past like million years. He's trying to rehab from his concussion. He may have an opportunity to take over the left field spot if he plays. Hey, Ellsbury lights it on fire. Spring training. What'd you say? Ellsbury lights it on fire. Did you just say Jacoby Ellsbury? Yes, sir. Did you just did you just went there? What if he lights it on fire during spring training? If if he if he makes the roster, Justin, I I, I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. Of course, he's gonna make the roster if he's healthy. I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna make the roster. Bro. All right, continue. Continue with your with your defensive layout. So in center field, we got Hixie. Right field, we got the Judgeinator. Like obviously, easy positions there. In the infield, I got Andujar. Third, I got Torres at short. Lemayhu at second, and I got my boy. Look void, yo. Look void. First base. And then Tulo's the utility guy? Tulo will be utility guy with Tyler Wade as well off the bench. I guess we could put Ellsbury as the outfielder, backup outfielder, or Clifford. So you so you basically agree with me and what and what I kind of laid out. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I thought maybe that you would uh that you would be like Tulo over somebody. That's what I no, you, no, you no, would no, go no, crazy. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. If DJ LeMay was not signed, I agree with you. I would put Tulo, obviously. I think DJ LeMay is a very quality player, great starter. Like I said, you guys are underestimating DJ LeMay. I'm telling you, he's going to be a, a very great player for the Yankees. Right now. Okay, hold on, hold on. Here's what I'm stepping in. He's not <laughs> going to be a very great player. He's, he's going to be, be a, a great very player. good He's going to be a good player. He's That's gonna all be I want. Good. I consider that great for me personally. Renato, you you cannot keep throwing the word great around. Not everyone's great. great. I'm sorry. Great. Especially as a Yankee fan. What are you what are you doing throwing around the word great? Listen, all my teams suck. I need to say great, okay? I'm sorry. I, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, man. You're 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 tripping. All right, so part of the title of this episode is We've been duped. So Brett, obviously, you're not a Yankee fan, so you're kind of you could have an impartial answer to this, kind of like an outsider answer, which I think we we'll, we'll actually value here because I'm biased. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll actually start with you, Brett. Do you think Yankees fans have been duped going into this offseason? Especially now, obviously, I like I said, there's still you know there's still a month left, and you kind of have to keep that into perspective. But especially since all signs are pointing no Machado and the Yankees. Have to if they want to go after Harper now, they have to do so much backtracking based off of what Brian Cashman has said. Have the Yankees and have Yankees fans been duped 
into thinking that they were going to get one of those big, big names. And now that they're probably not, have we been duped? Partially. Partially. I don't think you've been duped into thinking that you're going to get Harper. I don't think that was ever that likely to begin with. But I think the amount of buzz about Machado going to the Yankees and how how much of a sure thing it was. Yeah, I I think, you know, that has to be tremendously disappointing if you're a Yankees fan. I, I, I totally understand your frustration. Yeah, I think you I think you guys have been duped on that on that front, certainly. Not that the Yankees themselves ever guaranteed anything. Obviously, of course they wouldn't. But just the sheer amount of buzz, the sheer amount of hype around that, you know, how much he wanted to be a Yankee, you know, everyone was guaranteeing Dan Clark, whatever, you know, he's his his reputation. If 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 things uh, pan out like they they look like they might, his reputation is kind of shot, huh? You know, he's done. He's he's he actually <laughs> Off Twitter for no for a few, no, it's back on now. But for a few hours today, he was done. He deactivated it. Oh, but now wow. he's back. He donated his $150 to that uh, cancer society thing. And I think he said that he's going to deactivate it again if Machado signs elsewhere. Wait, why is he doing anything yet? I mean, he hasn't signed anywhere, any, anywhere yet. I don't know. I have no <laughs> clue. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not looking good for him at the moment. And uh, No. I think if he doesn't go to the Phillies, he'll go to the White Sox. And I'm, I'm kind of feeling he'll go to the White Sox. You know, the, the crazy the crazy thing about Machado and Renato, we're going to get to you in, in terms of if the Yankees have been, do you feel the Yankees have duped us or us fans have just been duped in general? But duped yourself. what's crazy, yeah, I, I and yeah, and you can make that argument that I, I've, that Yankee fans have kind of duped themselves. And that's part, I guess that's part of being duped. Um, how many times can we say, say, to be honest, how many times can we say duped in a matter of two minutes? But the crazy thing about Machado <laughs> the crazy thing about Machado is that I think Dan Clark, his sources were in a way maybe right. It's just that the Yankees never offered. Maybe Machado was so close and he was so close to signing with the Yankees, except he was just waiting for an offer, but it just never came. Like literally any offer. <laughs> yeah, really. Literally like any offer that would have somewhat satisfying and looked, you know, been what he was looking for. So maybe yeah. Dan Clark did have his sources in line, whether it was Michael Givens or, you know, so, whether some people were you know, speculating because of that, maybe Michael Givens kind of like, Hey, Dan Clark, you know, this, he, he is going to sign, but the, he's never offered him anything. So he couldn't sign. So Renato, let's get to your answer to the question that I asked Brett. And I'm just going to say dupe, 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 duped. To be fair, Justin, I'm going to agree with what Brett said in that coming into this offseason, come on, we, all Yankee fans are like 2019. It's a big offseason. We're going to get Harper or Machado, maybe both. We're going to be happy. We'll be world champions. But we got nobody. And that was the guards. No, we have, uh, we, yeah, we, have, we got nobody uh, in regards to one of those top two right, guys, but we but, did get others. Yeah. But. I think Brian Cashman has done an excellent job of getting guys that fits the mold of this team. I'm interested to see how they start off the year because if this lineup, with especially the Aditi, if they could start off well and play well, the, 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 the Major League Baseball has to watch the Yankees this year. Smart and savvy, not splashy. And I, like I said, I, I, to me, 
I've liked all the moves. Maybe Gardner's catch is a little too much for me. But other than that, I think Cashman's done a great job. Otherwise, so many righties. I don't care about righties. I don't I care. Know. You I know. You sound like Girardi on the bullpen with the righty lefty match. I don't care. If you're good, you're in the lineup. That's it. Righty lefty doesn't matter. That's it. All right. So do we have do we have anything else that we wanna that we wanna touch on? Do do we think the Yankees will get anybody else now to this point? Yeah, I guess that's what now. What now is gonna happen? And oh, it's it's so tough. It's so tough because obviously Harper would be a guy, but you would have to do so much backtracking. I, I can confirm. I can my sources confirm that Harper is a guy. Harper is a human. <laughs> Harper is a human man. <laughs> oh, I, I'm just I'm I'm all over the place. This is this is you, one of the first. You still on the ledge. This is I'm not I'm not really off the ledge. No. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I think it's just been overall tough for Justin. I mean, yeah, another tough year for the Giants. Hey, what what am I chopped live over here? Yeah, I, I I feel bad for Justin. You know, I need a timeout. I need a timeout. You feel bad for Justin, but but not me. No. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I I suffer more than Justin has, and that's the things I get. Really? How how have you suffered more? When was the last time I won a championship? Hey, hey, Renato. Renato, I've had to create content this entire year for the Giants. <laughs> I've had to talk hey. about them. That's <laughs> okay. Your Devils, your Devils have won a Stanley Cup more recent than the Rangers. Okay. What does that do with any hockey fan anyway? But. Exactly, exactly. I had this, I had this troll, I, as I dropped my phone twice, I had this troll on Twitter. Now, first of all, something that was really cool happened. It was, I, I ran a poll on the Bleeding Blue Twitter account, and it basically was talking about Olivier Vernon and... Olivier Vernon's personal chef commented on that Facebook on that on that Twitter poll and he said yes Olivier Vernon does deserve a pro bowl and he voted on the poll and he said yes and then this one guy was like I'll, I'll actually give him a shout out um NYG Gigantics NYG Gigantics there you go so we'll the give him NY a shout Gigantics? out for the, the NY Igan, NYG Gigantics or whatever. I don't really know. I don't really it's the care. NY Gigantics. NY Oh, okay. Thanks, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's real. I'm real. My brain is mush today. I'm going back to school tomorrow. It's 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 bad. I'm here now, to help. I'm only here to help. Okay. Now we uh, David Powis and I on the Bleeding Blue episode, we gave Olivia Vernon the award of most unreasonably hated by giant Twitter. Then that, then that guy was like, we don't all feel this way. Keep in mind, this Twitter dude got a total of 10 votes. So I was like, I was like, you know what, what, why do you just pass on your negativity to just like, like just, just, Oh my God. <laughs> this Twitter dude got a total of 10 votes. Yeah. I got a total of 20, 10 votes. We're trying to grow and we're trying to create content. You piece of blah. Oh my god. So I, I, I took the high road. Podcast. I took the high road and I said, Thanks for stopping by. 
We're a small up-and-coming Giants and Yankees podcast trying to create content that's fun and interacts with fans. We're in the process of growing and gaining followers, and we'd love if you can join the conversation and give us a follow. This is the second time in four days that I've had somebody trolling. Yeah, I saw the first one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. I, I, I don't like, get it. Like, like you told me. Like you told me. It's key. We have haters. That's two haters now, right? Two. But I don't. But I don't want to be. I don't know. Technically, it's three because the Giant three. Insider, the Giant Insider, which is one of the most popular Giants podcasts, they blocked me because I respectfully, I respectfully disagreed uh, their opinion and evaluation on Eli Manning. Well, that that's a surefire way of getting popular by blocking people that disagree with you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, my brain is all over the place. This was a mess. <laughs> But it was a good. It was a good conversation. It was a good conversation. Oh. I, I I I want Adam Montavino. I want him. Oh, that's next. That's what's next. Yes. I I the Yankees are gonna Adam Montavino. I think that we, we'll be set for the 2019 New York Yankees. That puts me at ease a little bit. Remember, I I, I told you. What did I tell you today? What's my prediction? What was your prediction, Brett? Tell the viewers. What was your prediction? I'm saying 101 wins. For 101 years. wins? You're not smoking not some crack over there, buddy. Not at oh. all. Not at all. This is this team is easily good. You know how many wins I'm saying? No. This, that's not a stretch at all. You know how many wins I'm saying, Brett? How many? 110. Oh, my God. <laughs> 101. That That's very fair. 110, maybe 110. You're not getting 102. 110. And how many how many wins do the Red Sox get, Brett? I said 98. All right. I, I, I go 105. 105 for the Sox and 110 for the Yankees. Is anybody in the American League going to win a game besides those two teams? The Tampa Bay Rays are going to finish in front of the Red Sox. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, AL East is gonna have three 100 plus win teams. <laughs> the AL East is gonna be the fully operational Death Star oh, as a division. Man. Yeah. Well, All right. This year, this year, man, watch out for uh, Toronto. You know, with maybe some Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Did you see that John Heyman already put him in as a top 10 third baseman in all of Major League Baseball, even oh though he hasn't God. played a Major League game? That's insane. Uh, Come on. I, yes, he John, did. John Heyman is the worst baseball writer to exist in this country. Oh my God! He he added a miss. He finally added a mystery team to Manny oh Machado. He did. Yep. Stop with the mystery teams, Bob. Please. I'm like, oh my God! It's official. Throw a party. There's a mystery team to Manny I Machado. Heard Bob called that like hours and hours before. <laughs> he did actually. He called the. He's like, oh, it's about mystery team season. I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, Dan Clark banned himself from Twitter, so somebody had to take the mantle of the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, before you go off, you're, you're criticizing Heyman, but who do you think's an actual good source? Jack Ken Curry. Rosenthal. Ken Rosenthal. Jack Curry. Okay, Ken Rosenthal. Yeah. Rosenthal, and uh, there's one other guy that's that's Mark, Mark Feinstein's pretty good. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, Former Yankee be right now. I'm gonna be network guy. As yeah, exactly. when I'm looking at rumors, who I should believe. Brian yeah. Hoke. Brian Hoke's pretty good. Yeah, he's also good. But he, he works on maybe.com for the Yankees. So that, that's like given. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess you guys are mostly just naming Yankees people, but that's cool. I mean, no, at this point, Feinstein, Feinstein and Rosenthal are pretty neutral and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Feinstein, Mark Feinstein. Feinstein, Feinstein, whatever. We should just end this before it gets any worse. Yeah, really. This is this is bad. This is bad. <laughs> we're, we're just we're just we're just like bleh. We're just, all right, bleh. so all right, so bleeding blue is here. We had a emergency podcast sound the alarms episode. We'll have an episode soon on the Giants and the Yankees, and that's what we do because that's what we talk about. Bleeding blue, sign our peace. See ya. I just took Renato Rodriguez's outro, what he does on New York Sports Thought of the Day, but I like it, so I took it. Goodbye.